Nice. Well, we'll just get started then. Hey, guys, how are you? You good? Cheers. Thank you much. Good to be here. I'm going to start off with talking about love because you're just back from your honeymoon. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Congratulations. How did everything go? Did it go okay? It was great, yeah. I'm still, still married, so four, week, four weeks is the longest I've ever been married, yeah. So <laughs> well done. Yeah. Do you Thanks. dress like this every day? I wasn't sure. I was going to dress up, but I don't feel comfortable yeah, dressing no, I up. I wouldn't say I, I say I dress, I guess. I just don't take it off, so. Okay. I don't really Stage get it. I got dre- I got, yeah. Swimming and everything. <laughs> I, I got dressed once and just decided to stay like this forever yeah you should smell them it's really bad uh. <laughs> <laughs> you got the car right over together yeah it's uh, <laughs> nice okay so i want to go back to the start because you've so you've been doing comedy for a while right yeah it's a bit of a weird one so technically as soon as i say this people are like oh he's a veteran i'm not i genuinely I had my first gig in 2012 it's quite long yeah it's a long yeah. time but then i stopped for about six or seven years yeah like i literally gigged for maybe about a year or so but then there was like basically no gigs back then and then stopped until like 2019 so there's a good i'd say six years okay at least six years of no gigs start back in 2019 then 2020 we all know what happened there yeah and from 2021 onwards it's kind of been consistent sort of thing like yeah you're killing it yeah, yeah oh. that's when i started to get funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> when did you first start i started in October 2021 it was the Pouch like newcomers competition and then myself and a few others started like my Carlisle Justin Freeburn yeah. we all started together on the same gig uh, it wasn't our first gig but Claire Corgan was on that and uh, who else another fella uh, and uh, oh I know what you mean yeah and Noel Brennan yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I was meant to be on that gig but I got COVID that was meant to be my first gig serious yeah yeah, yeah. I got that one I think wasn't it yeah yeah I you and Ian that's where I met yeah, it the first yeah, time because yeah. I remember doing Kill Your Darlings the week after and I was that nervous, couldn't eat before it. And then <laughs> Ian texted me after just saying, well done. I was fucking steaming. I sent him like three massive thank you messages in a row. I, did, I, did, I didn't think he sent on 4G. So I sent them. And just thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Really appreciate it, mate. It's such great. Like, I love the feedback. Great to meet you. And then another one. And then another, and they were got longer each message because I was more blocked. And then I remember <laughs> Ian, it just came up, seen. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> I use Instagram because you can unsend and I use that quite a lot yeah so I realise when I'm in work I'll, I'll message way too much because I'm like bored mm-hmm. my messages are really long I heard a, a trick someone said about uh, when asking for a gig you know sometimes people will be like oh this guy asked me flat out no if you don't on Instagram you can unsend it so yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which is a bit dodgy yeah fair play have you always been a one liner comedian I heard you no. when you first started you tell stories or yeah, something yeah well when I first started was kind of I wouldn't even say stories, but like longer, longer bits. But I hated it. I hated doing longer yeah. bits. Like, <laughs> and people, some a lot of people say to me, it's like, oh, doing one-liners is. People say it's difficult, but for me, it's a lot easier. I hate doing longer bits because I don't like. One of the reasons I started doing one-liners is because I, I used to be terrified of the silence. Um. So when you're doing longer bits, just silence, silence, silence. And then if that joke, if that end bit doesn't land, yeah. more silence. <laughs> but you're good now leaning lean into it, and that makes the character almost better. Yeah. Your, your bit's far better. Like it's if the bit's quite dark, you definitely. Like, like it's, I've, I embrace the silence now. Yeah. But that's why I started in one liners because it's just, if, you, if the joke doesn't land, you have another 20 to recover from. Okay, how did your, by the way, how did your OCD handle the soap? Can I ask? 
Is that on? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you ever like, used that stuff before? Yeah, uh, give context. <laughs> there's like a soap that's quite uh, tax-free, but I'm not like OCD. Why would it be tax-free? I'm more just catastrophizing, like okay, anything that could go wrong will go wrong, sort of thing. <laughs> Apart from flying, I'm a very easy flyer. Like. <laughs> <laughs> How'd your solo go show go? By the way, uh, it was good. Uh, it was one of the ones that I need to see the footage back. Uh, I'll get it sent. Maybe uh, Saul was texting me on Friday, and so he'll send me the footage on today or tomorrow. But. It's like one of them as well because it's like a lot of friends and family. Mm. They were obviously a lot kinder of an audience and stuff. <laughs> but in my head, I'm kind of like, I, I need to see it. And there's a lot of that material now I'll scrap. As part of me is like, should I have waited another six months and got 20 minutes of better material? Was there a lull in the middle? And like, if I had, a, I would love to have done it to an audience of people I've never met before mm. and see what an honest reaction is. Then oh, yeah, okay. Gonna, you're always going to sort of. No yeah. matter what, no matter how long you do it, always go, ah, oh, shit, jeans, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, jeans, exactly. Yeah. 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 We are perfectionists and absolute nightmares of people. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, yeah, I couldn't, like, my, my cousins were like, we love that. No, and I was like, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I like, yeah. You're never happy, though. Yeah, well, you've, you've, like, you've yeah. seen me after gigs. Like, sometimes I just get wound up. Yeah, but you always do well, and you're like, ah, oh, rubbish, all the time. <laughs> I, I, I can relate. You're like that, too. <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm kind of I'm like that. There was a green room we done. You were driving me back, and I was like raging after it. Like, yeah, I remember. Like, I was like a human, <laughs> and uh, I just didn't know. I got in my head. I went to only go, and I wrote all this. Put the phone away and wrote all this new material. Mm. I was like, right, just concentrate. This stuff, it's all true. It comes from the heart, and it's not going to seem made up and all. And it just didn't land any of it, and I was fucking raging. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't performed in front of my family and friends yet. Like, I, well, some friends, but not my family. I was going to do one gig at the River Rooms, and one my, my family were all going to go, and I had a, a bit about my family yeah. I never got a chance to do it I was so annoyed it got cancelled but I was at your first gig I think you'd done in front of your family Johnny the uh, and booted one with Ian with Ian and yeah. Kieran was on as well that yeah. Was, yeah that was my first uh, yeah. I was sitting right behind your family right, and I could yeah. see them all reacting to your jokes <laughs> that, like, that was the first day because I'd banned them from every other gig I was like we need tickets you'll buy some <laughs> but was your what's that joke I don't want to ruin your joke <laughs> it's something about pulling off was the person that that joke's about in the audience. Do you know what I mean by saying that? I don't want to ruin it, but I no, also... No, is this about the girl? Like the, is this the hand job joke? Yes. Yeah. No, no, she wasn't there. Like, oh, okay, okay. No, I, mean, she doesn't, I mean, she doesn't exist. So, so. Oh, okay, because... Oh, something like your uncle or something. Oh, it was, it was very good. Is it, it was funny. Not to say your uncle and your dad fighting? Is that the bit? Yes, or, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I think they were there. I think, I that's think one of my uncles just claims to be the uncle in every joke. Is <laughs> it? Yeah, because there's another clip that's about your uncle as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the just the whole collection of uncle pervert jokes. Yeah, there's <laughs> bits my my cousins and were in my sort over like, what uncle are you talking about here that you know sleeps around? And I went, the imaginary one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks it has to be about someone, but yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's like because I, I do a lot of jokes about like like girlfriend jokes, blah, 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 and uh, when me and Victoria first started dating, she would come to gigs. Um, people looked at her because they'd seen us together. Yeah. Every, every time I do jokes, <laughs> it's all about me, her. Is that about you? And it's like, no, 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 it's not. It's not. <laughs> Have you ever had any horrendous worst dates, like bad dates? Either I, of you? I had one where, like, I'd been. I think I, I liked the person for a while, so when we. And we'd been out the night before, and then I was like, let's go on a date the day after, and my nerves got the better of me because I was hungover from the night before. Mm-hmm. It was just ridiculous, and we were driving in the car. It's like, are you alright? And I went, no. And then I had to get the taxi to pull over and start vomiting from nerves, <laughs> which is like, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, and I've never been that bad. Like. 
she oh this is awful like she was like yeah, after like did you vomit there or, or did you just gag and I just gagged because I still want to kiss you like but I had a girl did was, you? I had a girl was telling me she loved me after three dates accidentally is it, what <laughs> yeah, accidentally she said it was an accident anyway but we were partying and I think I said I was just being a gentleman said something on the lines of it was oh yeah so it was lovely to see you again and she just went love you and, so, yeah, and, then, just, wow. and then just then immediately she freaked out and ran away yeah I, I remember I went on a date over lockdown and instead of going for the normal walk through the park she was like do you want to come round to mine she thought it was a bit intense straight away <laughs> no in fact I had like a wee interview stage uh, like, do you <laughs> we had a wee interview stage first it was like do you want to sit out in the garden for a bit and then after 20 minutes it was like do you want to go pal- back up pass I passed, I passed yeah. the, the terrible creepy test yeah. welcome traveller you're allowed into my domain it was literally like, it was literally like a wee game like uh, yeah, yeah. That, I'm not going to say anymore but yes there was levels uh, if you collect enough coins, you'll open the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've bitched, bitched out of dates, but I've had like dates where I've like... Remember England were playing France in the World Cup? and Yes. My, my brother did break his leg, but it was a year ago, and we had to go down and collect him from Dublin, but she, I'd organised to go on a date, and she was like, I take it... I just didn't reply, and she was like, I take it this date isn't happening anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do kind of like this person, but I'd love to watch the World Cup. So <laughs> I replied, so my brother's broke his leg in Dublin. Really? And we're on our way down to collect him, and my dad, I haven't forgotten about you or anything. And then uh, we were on the, we organised a date and we went to the Empire for pints just in the upstairs, the downstairs mm-hmm. bar. And she was like, uh, how's your brother? And I went, what? What are you talking about my brother for? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, you yeah. forgot. You forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then afterwards, yeah. She's also the only person after kissing went to, that was spooky. And I said, what? <laughs> spooky <laughs> kisser? Yeah. I was like, what, did I, did I haunt you? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Did you, you, you just go through it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, did you eat an exorcism after that? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I find it really hard not to wind people up. Like, my face, I can't lie at all. See, if someone says something, like, say, I imagine, remember I was, like, at, like, a family party, and there's family members they didn't know that well. Yeah. And, like, if they say something to, like, take the piss of which isn't the word, my face will just start twitching. Yeah. Like, I, I have to take the piss out of them, but yeah. then I can't. It's, yeah. like, my eyes or whatever. So I just, I don't need to. My, my, I have one aunt, and she's married to quite a rich man, and, uh, like, she's just a stay-at-home wife. And, like, I can't help myself around her. Like, I have to just rip her apart. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he sells carpets or something, and uh, sh- he didn't come to a funeral. And I was like, How much are your carpets? Yeah, it was, it's ridiculous. And I was like, I just I said there, I was like, uh, why, why is your husband not at the funeral today? I was like, is a carpet late? Is, like, a carpet like, late to be delivered and all? And, or, or, like, I would slag her, but her, she's got loads of kids, like, loads of boys. And I was like, uh, well, they're still watching Andrew Tate and all. Just for shit. It's like that old joke, was it? Uh, Debbie McGee, you know, Paul Daniels, a magician. Yeah. And she was on a show, and the first question was, so um, what first attracted you to a uh, millionaire Paul Daniels? Is it? It's a great line. Do you always wind people up, Johnny? Or are you like, what are you, what are you like? I haven't even met you once before that, yeah, so I don't really know. My, go- my go-to is, like, like taking the piss. I think that's, especially when, it, especially when it comes to dating, like, you can't, I think that's a, it's a good way to weed out the ones that you don't want to date. You yeah, find that that's as well. true. Like, when you're chatting to someone, if you sort of take the piss and they don't respond, it's like, right, well, this is going nowhere. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, just yeah. not going to happen. Like, no, nah, yeah, I sort of have to. Like, I find when I when I know someone likes me, but then I get in my head about it and I start texting, like, I'm doing a bit, on it, a bit on it at the minute about how, like, I text them, like, like it's a GCSE French exam. I'm like, what are you doing today? Like, I don't want to take any risks. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> What will you do this weekend? Uh, yeah, you just st- on- stick with the unsend. Yeah. <laughs> Especially you're a melty drunk texter, which... Yeah. Where do you yeah. What does your mother do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you go to the biblioteca? Yeah, I was going to say, like, French, <laughs> what is in your town? I play football with my brother. Uh, so, yeah, and then, like, I'm kind of like, why, why is this person going off me? And then, I'm like, it's like I've been replaced by an alien, a scrolls replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any uh, crazy outfits for your solo show? 
this time because that's a spoiler or no not necessarily i'm kind of this is this is the more this is the kind of go-to the classic the blacks the black suit is the kind of go-to but i don't know of some ideas of some ideas that i'll not be straightforward like i'll not just be after the last one the undertaker thing that was like, ridiculous that was so, was so like good funny. good ridiculous that was yeah. it was so <laughs> well, good it was insane, like, but at your wedding you switched into like a velvet suit yeah, was it velvet it was jacket, velvet jacket. powerful yeah. like. oh do you have an outfit change yeah so i wore a t- similar to this same fabric as but it was a tuxedo yeah and then i changed into a black velvet jacket yeah. okay was, nice yeah. So evil Johnny came in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's party Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, find the biggest twist is going to be you just like in shorts and t-shirt. Like that would be the biggest twist. Yeah. At I this point, once, uh, in it was Kevin Hart and Lavery's, and you were just in a jacket, I think. No, yeah. Yeah, that's this guy. That's his fun. The comedians football a couple of years ago. I think they were expecting me to turn up in, a, in at least my Oxford shoes or something. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 when we played football, I think it was over in Botanic or not Botanic. Oh, over, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. You yeah. still had like full sleeves on. Were you always like that? Are you always like dressed like smartly, even like as a kid and stuff, or? Uh, there's some photos of me actually really young, but then I went into the sort of whenever I started to buy my own clothes, I had no fashion sense at all. Like, I can't even say I have fashion sense now because like it's just suits. I can't really. It's good. Like I, I, I had zero. I didn't give a shit until I did start doing comedy, and then I was like, I want to like think about it. But I never cared before that yeah. in the slightest. But then you guys probably have to think about it more than I do. Like, cause I yeah. just, I just have to pick which. That's time. true. That's true. Whereas you guys are like. What am, I, what am I gonna work for this gig? I do try to look a bit funky or times. So different. Yeah. You had an outfit for best of free ones, which was quite funny. Oh, it was, that was <laughs> character, but oh, were you? Oh, was not the gig. I just oh, saw the picture or? and I was like, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna try the character. <laughs> uh, once and he had like two watches on and a suit. It was like a Saul Goodman guy. Yeah. But, right. Done him once, <laughs> one best of free. I was like, never done it again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Character, uh, character's not a because my, my act is sort of. Character. I mean, you asked me everyone's on your podcast, you were sort of asking. Yeah, it's that. Johnny Bull characters, yeah. It is too, yeah. yeah. And to an extent it is, like, but trying to stay full character can't be easy. Like there's times I will break on stage and sometimes I think it's It's funny, like when yeah. someone yeah you think uh, I've seen you in Lavery's and some woman let out a proper like yeah. hyena laugh and then you, <laughs> <laughs> you slightly broke there. Yeah, you can't do that, yeah. 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 Hard, yeah. Hard, <laughs> just, when you don't when you don't expect it as well, like it's but it's good. I think it's good to kinda embrace that sometimes like yeah i'm jealous i'm jealous of the tension you guys can build with one-liner comedians because i i just my brain just doesn't work like that mm. i just can't, can't do well, one-liners I, do out of fear <laughs> I, I like it no but you must be able to come up with them like i couldn't come up you give me a year i couldn't i just tell stories uh, you have a few one-liner kind of bits would you say or a, f- like a few short bits yeah mm. uh like, uh like my opener now is like a shorter bit about like well, don't, I don't want to give it away. I'm really but, conscious yeah. about ruining everybody's yeah, bits yeah, on a podcast, yeah. but, but like, yeah, uh, no, yeah. Like, I was meant to do a gig in Donegal, and a guy introduced me on the radio was Ireland's was like most autistic comedian, and I was kind of like, what? <laughs> when he went on to promote it, and I was like, I don't have autism. Where did you get that from? Why did he say that? I don't know where, why, but I was on Highland Radio, so it was promoting the gig in Donegal. Well, I someone was, obviously told him that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, 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 I'm, I was socially awkward at times, but then that translated into full blown tism. Uh, <laughs> Well, everybody's it's a weird way to get the diagnosis like <laughs> yeah it's like right Let, let's let's get the crowds in what's gonna sell autism uh, yeah. it's like, funny you, no <laughs> autistic how yes did you, how did you find out about your learning difficulties well cool fm yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i won the cash call uh, you're, you're today's winner you have autism uh, yeah. <laughs> can, can you speak about that gig that i did with you at lisburn can you speak about the thing you do before gigs the ritual you have or i would call it a ritual maybe you Chantera. wouldn't like, you mean panic no, everybody panics, and that's probably why people are a bit like 
because like people probably thought you were autistic because before gigs people like everybody's like that, that. like i'm like that as well like yeah, everyone's so like weird awkward. before gigs i can't uh, even remember what, what the spray oh is that legal is that like okay oh, yeah, to talk about my driving instructor gives me that yeah yeah what it like so like Tells you out? Yeah, it literally just takes. It's, it's natural, like it's not drugs or anything. Like I mean, Kieran's driving instructor. It says you're hypno, like but my yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my <laughs> There's a reason I wake up on his bed. Yeah. <laughs> Good lesson. Yeah, <laughs> I was. But no, it literally it does. It takes the edge. It takes the edge off. Like um, sounds like a drug term. Like take the edge off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but it does. It, yeah, it's as close to probably. Obviously, people do drugs to take the edge off life, but that it calms me down. It, it is like an instant, just calmer. Like it's I. If I'm doing any like big big gigs, yeah. I will literally just be backstage. And I think that drinking it, <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> just doing shots of it. Yeah. You can be before the empire, and I think it relaxed me a bit. You know, like, just try it, this, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like just a couple of wee squirts, and it kind of just it's all, it's all like natural stuff, like. But it, it calms you down because I do. St- I get like no matter how many gigs I've done, it, I still get nervous. Yeah, I think there's like Tuesday. I yeah. I wasn't feeling nervous at all. I felt like it was. Sean was bringing me on I was setting the camera up being like right new stuff mm. let's go straight into it and then I died like, yeah every time you're not nervous you die yeah so I'm like that's but then that sort of kicked me up the backside to, like Friday I was off work so just walking around the flat practicing the new stuff getting it yeah. in the head seeing how what words I put emphasis on and stuff but you want to yeah. be nervous as well I think yeah, nothing motivates you more than a bad gig as well. Like, you yeah. learn so much from a bad gig, for sure. Oh, yeah, you learn nothing the good ones. Like. Yeah, the uh. fucking green room one we had, I was, like, fucking straight home scrap all that and, yeah. like, didn't even watch the footage. It was like, I just need to go home and work on it, like. But yeah, but that's fine. a good thing. That is a good thing. I had five good gigs in a row and then just got really blasé and stopped improving. And, yeah, no, it's fine. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it is just the audience. Sometimes they are just shit. Yeah, there's that as well. Like, like yeah. Sometimes it sounds like such an excuse. So you yeah. should try and aim it towards like, the audience. Sometimes they're really shit, but yeah, then... Yeah, yeah, uh, like people, there's a lot of people do say, like, you know, every comedians should be able to like win over every audience but there's sometimes they're just not there for it yeah, at all like sometimes uh, they've been dragged along by their partner or they're just yeah half of them yeah, could be dragged along yeah never been to a comedy gig before like i remember doing one recently and uh i think only maybe like a third of the audience <laughs> had ever been to a comedy gig before See, and third? i was opening for it like so i didn't i didn't i didn't die by any means but you know you're up against it like you know you're because they're just they almost don't know how to behave what, what, what was it what was the gig uh, it was a gig in the middle of nowhere in like Derry somewhere where was it I can't remember was it Gala Club or was it yeah it was yeah. actually yeah it was and it was a good we set up and they were lovely people but I think sometimes especially being the opener yeah and if people don't regularly go to you get, you get it sometimes at the Empire as well like the Empire is, is a great gig like but if you're getting a lot of people in who just don't normally go to gigs yeah you like tourists and stuff yeah it's, it's, not, always, it's yeah. not always easy because then when you've got your sort of regular gigs like Lavery's and stuff and uh, sort of like the other ones where it's almost like a not a regular crowd but it's people who regularly go to gigs yeah so they sort of know yeah I heard Dublin's a bit like that Dublin's yeah, a bit kind of really, weird I haven't done Dublin yet stuff, like, yeah uh, I came out and done a lot of stuff about it my uncle married an American woman and made like a 9-11 joke and the whole crowd were American or, Indi- or Indian. <laughs> too, like, too soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like fucking 20, 22 years later and there's like these Indian families sitting in the corner going, shaking their head and I was like, right, I'll get a few laughs off the Americans. They can take it. They can't take it. Uh, they're fucking awful. <laughs> and then yeah. I just meant to go back and do that gig again but then we had to record the podcast so it was like, just leave it and we just don't do that gig again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've still, I've yet to gig in Dublin but really yeah i've yet to gig out of the north 
I've only ever really? gone to the north. Yeah, never crossed the. Po- no, it's not a not a political reason. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> see them southern yeah. bastards. Yeah. They see them free state Mexicans. <laughs> I haven't either, but you you guys are ahead of me. I'm doing my first gig in Dublin in like a few weeks. Where about? Like oh, Frank it's Stitches. I don't remember. Stitches good. That's where I have my death. All right. Okay. Nice. <laughs> but, so, <laughs> uh, I also went into it kind of not prepare I know I think you, you, you get the bus down and I, I made a whole day of it like at dinner I'd gone to see a few sites and I was like right I have the gig here as well and I just wasn't <laughs> ready uh, yeah. but my next one Dublin's I don't even know if I have one back then Galway's good Galway haven't I been really there too it. far it's a proper it's not comedy r- audience apparently yeah. yeah they're really they're really up for it and I think when I done it it was the competition and it was like their version of Freshers Week uh-huh so uh, Donegal Tuesday or something it's called right and it's just all head kisses from Donegal who were just like proper you said the word fucker like cunt and then we were like yeah, yeah, boy, that's, yeah. All, <laughs> yeah. that's all you gotta do just yeah. say shit like that yeah. <laughs> just get dirtier and dirtier say, yes boy loves it like and stuff so it was up for that like. <laughs> how do you feel about competitions like I know you did very well in the BBC one mm. obviously you got on TV and stuff yeah. how, how did you find how would you compare that to a normal gig was it like different did you get like special treatment at the beginning or yeah, actually, the TV one was obviously sort of special treatment like they're feeding you and stuff and you have to be there like three hours before the gig or something yeah. like but, like a fancy uh, dinner before the gig no no just like a takeaway or something like that oh is that <laughs> it, it? Was good, like, it, got, it was like, good there's drink and food and everything like so it was good that way like they are you're well like the BBC well you know, I was well looked after and it was I had a great time like but comedy competitions are I always say the comedy competitions are like if you follow football they're basically yeah. like the league cup yeah so if, oh, you're, okay. if you're still in the competition well done but, <laughs> yeah. but as soon as you're out you're just like sure it doesn't matter anyway yeah <laughs> What's the gig? Uh, Cherry Comedy Newcomers mm. award I done and I was like, oh, I think I've got a good chance and then as soon as it came through I was like, I don't give a fuck who wins this. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, 100%. And it, you know what, they're, they're bad for as well, you not wanting other acts to do well. Yeah, you, you exactly. You get in your head and you're like, oh, exactly. I mean, someone's, if you have a decent one and then someone gets on and they're doing better than you, yeah. I was like, oh, fucking rage now and all and then, yeah. Well, that shouldn't be the mindset you have yeah well that's yeah. why I love comedy like you go when it's all your mates you'll hang out you'll have crack yeah. the w- competition I did in London it was like the worst vibes everywhere everybody, everyone was like not friendly and they were just like yeah. worrying about it I was, wasn't, didn't like it yeah no, I didn't enjoy it like, nah yeah. it was just uh, beat it well what did you do yours in London sorry what did you do yours in London in London yeah oh in so Angel comedy Angel, club yeah, which is apparently really iconic I didn't know like it's a really nice. big club apparently it's a really, it was a really nice room that but it was just sort of it was like a really warm day when I don't know I just remember thinking this is going to be weird well I opened I opened mine um, at like half 12 in the day and I just arrived I got like a 6am flight just arrived and the girl was like oh by the way you're opening hmm. and I was like has anybody got any issues with, it, with what order they're in I was like yeah because I just arrived, mm. I had ten minutes, and they were like, "You're on." But I like to like get a drink and like go over my stuff, and I was just like all stressed and rushed. Mm. And like it's in your head. It was, it. Yeah, it was not easy for something like that. Like, like no, it's really not easy. I got quite lucky in terms of my spots for the showcase that I did. There was like be there that night. Uh, in the sure. BBC, it was great. At, really the, at the lime, at the lime. I was yeah, at, I was yeah, there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like yeah. sixteen of us. I'm like I. Because we're speaking Pete, and Pete had to go on in between. Mike Rice and Robbie, which is a fucking deadly spot <laughs> yeah, in between them. And the club opened halfway through his set. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. It started like going. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. Like no, did you apply for it this year? You can't apply for it, I guess, because you got the TV. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't anyway. Like, but I don't know if I could. Yeah, I'm doing probably this year, not. So. You applied for it. Uh, yeah, I got, it, I got the email literally when I was downstairs. Oh, did you just get it? Are you free? Rub my rub my hands in the in the soap. I was like, oh, there's the email. <laughs> oh, well done, mate. That's great. That's yeah, great. Is, yeah, so. is that the one that's in like the ninth? Yeah. Is that that one? August, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
but I'm just realizing as we speak that I'm on holiday then. So <laughs> just oh, as well. I was also thinking like the same time as Edinburgh. So then why yeah. might you're not going to you get you're not going to Edinburgh. You're no not, plans. I no, might try it over for a day or two if I can. But I no uh, yeah, I, I'm not paid over summer from work this summer. I get paid next summer, so I just have to really budget at the minute. Like so, right? Okay, fair. I afford it, like. But you got free. Do you know anybody else that got free? Sean McAlevey. Oh, Sean Definitely got free as well. well. Yeah, yeah. So all three of the RE podcast guys have got free. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then uh, it's you ha- rigged, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't apply. Annoyingly, so I left it the last. So I had a gig the day before, and I was like, "If this is really good, I'll use this one." It went rubbish, <laughs> so I didn't use it. But then I was like, "I got, I just left, put it off, put it off, put it, put it off." I got to like ten p.m. I was like, "I better apply for that." And then my phone just kept glitching, like all night. And then I, at meant one past midnight, I was like, "Can you will you still accept this and send the video?" And they're like, "No." And then I tried again the following morning, and it worked. It worked. It let me send it, but it was too late. Oh, oh, so I didn't apply. Not that I would have got through, but like it's annoying yeah. still. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, you haven't been to the friends then, no? No, no. I've always thought, I've thought about it, like, but it's such it's such an expense, isn't it? Like, yeah. Proper, like, unless you're guaranteed to sell tickets. Yeah, I was just looking at it. You're gonna lo- you'll you'll lose money. Like, it's I suppose it's an investment in a way, like, but even the cheapest hostels, one hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. For a, for like a shared rubbish hostel. Yeah, for, yeah. for one night. You'll yeah. come back a far more polished comedian, I reckon, but it's also... Yeah, it's constant gigs. Yeah, yeah. Bank, yeah bankrupt as well. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's trying to weigh it up, yeah. Yeah, like, and, um, and I suppose if you do it and you come back and then you hit the ground running, when you start, you'll make the money back and you'll yeah. be more successful, but it's kind of like next year, I'd like to go when I have a bit of a sort of financial... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would literally be two grand in overdrafts about this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's, I'm going for a week and it's going to empty me out. But I'm just gonna. It'll be fun. Hopefully, just jumping on gigs and stuff. Yeah. And yeah hopefully, yeah. Trying to, days. trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny, you sell a podcast as well. I did. You? I did a podcast like lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a way back in the day. Like, yeah. <laughs> How did it go? Did you enjoy it? Was it? Good and I enjoyed it. Like it was, it was. It's still out there somewhere. I think. <laughs> what was yeah. it called? Deep w- <laughs> on the dark web. <laughs> 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 really weird stuff. Yeah, buy, a, buy a gun and listen to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was called. It was called. It's sprouting guns. <laughs> <laughs> It was called the Sane Asylum. It's a good name. The Sane Asylum. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because everyone was losing their shit. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, metal, that's like. good. Yeah, so it was supposed to be a part comedy, part sort of. I say mental health it was kind of just being like. Well, the question was just what have you done to keep yourself sane throughout this? So it was it was mostly comedians I was talking to. So I got interviewing like uh, like Nicky and Shane and. Uh, I think it was one of Dave Elliott as well. So there's quite a few of the guys like that, but it must have been about ten of them maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. So still out there. Like there's some good, there's some good episodes like, and then there's some slightly deeper ones like. So. What did you do then? What What was the craziest things? Either someone told you or you did over lockdown to keep um, yourself from going crazy. Did you do anything mental? I didn't, I didn't do a lot. I wrote absolutely nothing. I was literally doing everything but comedy like <laughs> <laughs> during that time. I did one Zoom gig and that was it. Yeah, we hadn't started. started actually, yeah, no. but yeah, but I did one Zoom gig and absolutely hated it. I had all the p- had my laptop and then all the post-it notes like stuck to stuck the top to the of the laptop. laptop. Yeah. Yeah. You're just reading it. Then. I, remember, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, was, I was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I remember hearing Gaddis describe it as like uh, swimming in a bath or surfing in a bath. Do you want to do uh, yeah. a Zoom gig? That makes sense. Before I started, because before I started, but I, I wanted to do stand up for ages, and then mm. lockdown happened. I was like, right, I'm going to do this at the minute uh, lockdown finishes. But then we got, a, I made like a comedy society for my uni, thinking it, lockdown would lift in January and we would like, jump straight into it, but it, it never happened. 
so that someone messaged the page being like, do you want to come on the radio? Uh, they had a society and talk about stand-up. But I went on <laughs> to Sunderland Radio. And I think she thought I was an actual comedian. <laughs> but I, she's like, so what, what's the gig's been like during lockdown? And I was like, oh, I haven't started stand-up. It's just something I want to do. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were honest. I thought you were saying you lied. The woman was like, what? And then I was like, I oh, like, I just, and they were all talking about their worst gig stories. Like, so Durham. Comedy Society, Newcastle Comedy Society, Sunderland Comedy Ooh. Society, and I was in the front row, and I was like, I, I just, you know, I, f- I think it's a good crack. Like, <laughs> like I like it, like, but I've never done it. And she was like, so why are you on the radio here talking? About I, I lived in Glasgow for three years before lockdown, and I said to myself, I'm going to do comedy. Like I went to the comedy clubs like every week or every two weeks, obsessed mm. by it, and said I'm going to do it. But chickened out about. 50 times and I thought to motivate myself I would tell my mates back home oh I've done it loads yeah. to like so that the next time I go home I'll have to have done it mm-hmm. and it, nothing made, it didn't make me do it I just didn't do it for like years mm-hmm. and then lockdown was like right this is horrendous I have to do it after that well I started writing when I lived in Spain and was like proper writing bits and I'm probably, probably the best thing that happened was lockdown because if I were to form them on stage be like, this is the thoughts of an angry wee man it's just like <laughs> a socially awkward angry man yeah like there's like some of it was really fat phobic <laughs> it's like uh, oh I've written some awful shit oh me too yeah, like, me too yeah. oh I've written I can't even talk you can't even talk about your worst joke is there any jokes you can talk about that you hate that where it went really bad that you'd never yeah. use again because you're not going to ruin them but then some of them I've told like no, that's just so distasteful. I can't even say no, that I'm here. Like, to think of the most like I was like back in the day. Like I was this is back talking way back in like 2012, oh, 2013. Yeah. Like so, I was a dick. And <coughs> uh, used, this is back in like the sort of heyday of like Frankie Boyle and all. Like, oh, so, so yeah, you tried to copy him, maybe. Yeah, but just to try and be that sort of like offensive comedian, which is if anyone ever. Do calls I shock them, you? Yeah, <laughs> sort yeah, of literally, yeah. yeah, literally. That's what I was. Like I was so young, like early early twenties, whatever, and just thinking I was this edgy comedian and it's like no you were just an idiot I wrote some awful stuff it was around the time and I I I am ashamed of this but I wrote this joke I was around the time whenever Adele was like and her doing really well a bigger girl (laughs) (laughs) beautiful but I actually was like but um, she was like literally winning everything you know like all the awards all like all the awards and I wrote this joke that was literally just, I wonder how fat Adele would be if awards were made of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's it's, fine. Yeah, that's I fine. If, I don't know if that's fine. <laughs> Do you think today that wouldn't work? I think that no, is fine. I don't think so. No, I did it once. I think I did it. and got a really yeah. awful look. Really? Yeah, the people in the audience yeah. like, oh, I've had that before. Yeah. Do you, I don't know. I think if you were fat, I think it would work. I don't know. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's probably it. just because it feels like you're punching it. down, but, but you're not. Is, but like, yeah, yeah. girl and fat, but then... I don't know. I think no, that's funny. Not, oh yeah, it's probably it's probably a good joke. But <laughs> you're not going to use it again. Okay. No, no, I don't think I don't think I can. Looking because she's skinny like now. Because uh, yeah, it's now it doesn't it doesn't really work. She's lost the timber. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's why it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I there's been stuff I wrote that I was like, I, I wrote. I suppose it's not offensive, but I remember writing my for some reason my Italian brother, his parents found an Indian boy on the street and they just took him in. I just like just found him and we're like right you live with us now and uh, <laughs> yeah and my papa came into his room and just found this wee Indian lad just sleeping on his bed and was like we have to share now and uh, I always thought that would be like hilarious but then it just it never translated on stage where was the Indian guy's parents? they, they don't know he just showed up and uh, what's his name? uh his name was something like Mohammed, like a proper Indian name, and then my my <laughs> grandparents just changed it to Frankie. <laughs> like Frankie, you love us now, and I always thought that would have been funny. Like, and then like my papa just had also the fact that my papa had to like 
when they're walking to school, just yeah. get, deal with consistently being jumped because <laughs> people wanted to hit his Indian brother. <laughs> and uh, I, I was trying to do that in the green room, but it never never translated. And then I tried doing one about the, how to recreate, make people learn about Irish history by making events in porn. It's like the Easter Rising, Easter Riding, and that was just shit. <laughs> like, that's so bad humour. Like. No, I don't think that's because it's controversial, to be honest. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Is that true, the Indian thing? Yeah, yeah, that's all true. Like, yeah. Like okay, he's, he's so he's always grown up now? Oh, he's dead. He <laughs> 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 that took a twist. I'm like, yeah, he, uh, he, he, moved to, he moved to Dublin, and I just was at my grandma's house one day, and he went, here, my brother's dead. And he was like, but he's not really my brother's. <laughs> But yeah, that's a true story. Yeah. Okay. Get a proper Indian burial. Yeah, so something. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he just moved to Dublin, but like, there's so just cool. photos of like all these like, like a white family, and then just an Indian guy in the corner, and I'm like, who hey, is that guy? And Papa was like, oh, he just showed up one day, and my mom was like, you live with us now, and he was like, okay, and then. Right. See, no one will believe that story. Yeah. I believe yeah. you, but like. If you were to tell it on stage, people would just think you're making it See, up. I think that's, that's, I think that's the problem. One of the best pieces of advice Pete Giffen told me is like sometimes you can tell when you just made a story up. Yeah. But so if you and so if people know it's a clear joke, they'll go away. Mm. But if it's something that you're making up and you're trying to pass off as truth that isn't, mm. people know that. But if it's a story and you're exaggerating it, I think that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a skill to be able to convince people that it's true. Like. Yeah. I can't like Pete was like you can tell you're forcing it at times, and I think that's the best. Like I, I'll ask yeah. Pete Giffen to give me the straightest criticism possible like and it's it's probably good it's probably just because maybe you weren't in his life you weren't in the indian guy's life so yeah, you just, like, I've not like him, yeah, so, it's like yeah. indirect like if it was like if you actually knew him maybe you'd have more like nuance to it maybe yeah mm. so that's actually it sounds all right but it's yeah it's too weird <laughs> I yeah know. i think yeah it just sounds <laughs> mental like yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah and like, i always like the idea that my papa just had to like fight like four guys every day <laughs> walking to school <laughs> but uh yeah that was that was a bit that i just could never get going or that porno bit I could never get going yeah like, I'm trying to think like I mm, yeah there's bits I have but I just, they're just not good I can't think of anything specific I just I, I get kind of I get kind of bored just going up and doing the hits like doing the ones at work like I quite like trying I really like trying new stuff like if it's not a massive gig like I feel like I need to try new stuff no, I don't know if you guys like, trying a new bit and it landing really well like, yeah it's yeah. Best feeling, like, yeah, yeah it's one of those things like but I, I'll get bored of jokes like and sometimes I think it starts to show mm. yeah. like if it doesn't land well I'll be like right it's because you don't care about it anymore yeah you're, you're not selling it as well like, i think that's perfect that selling it's probably perfect yeah description yeah. like it's like there's bits that i was doing and maybe then you need to emphasize this word yeah. and you need to emphasize this bit and i'm just saying it off the pause yeah. Of yeah. Place, like my, my jokes very much rely on timing everything yeah. has to be or if there's times where i will maybe leave it an extra second and another extra second could be the difference between no laugh, a small laugh, or a massive laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like it can literally just be a slight pause. Last October was like I just I started a new job and was just hating. I was I was just in a consistent run of bombing, and I was like, "What's happening here? Like, have I lost sort of the passion for it and stuff?" And then we done a gig in Kiwis, and I remember thinking like after that I had to have like a proper not hard look in the mirror like, you're, you're disgusting you're a piece of shit but I kind of like do you want to do this or not like get the passion it was like you give me a river rooms gig yeah. on the Wednesday and I got done new stuff and it worked and I felt mm. the passion come back a bit yeah you did I, really well then. Yeah, yeah and I was like hi I'm happy again yeah. with this but like, I think after that Kiwis one I was like on the drive home and all I was like fucking um, should I just quit this <laughs> yeah it's I a drive home said was that I have this thing in my head I don't really say that I don't really talk about that often but I have it in my head if I have three bad gigs in a row I'll quit <laughs> yeah. really have you had two yeah. in a row and you're like oh this is the last one better go kid no, I don't <laughs> two two organised but, <laughs> but, but what I mean like three bad gigs I mean three 
dreadful. Really like, bad where ones. I die on my horse and I get like I get nothing. I've never seen you die. Like I've never like. Can you mm-hmm. give me like? Are, you got any really bad gigs? I mean, I've already asked you that, but like. No, well, I've had like. I've had to, I have had some really bad ones in the past. I remember doing the first. Whenever I did the green room uh, in Derry, like a, a couple of years ago, like and it was absolutely horrendous. The main room was it? No, no. Oh, the, the green room's the, the green what room do you call it? Green room's taking yeah. some slack in this part. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I've, like, I enjoy the, the green room. <laughs> no, but since that, I've already, you know, it's. I think that was because this was like literally at the very start, so it was just a new. It was a brand new gig, so obviously brand new gigs are always going to be difficult, but. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I must have done about twenty or thirty jokes, and maybe got three or four laughs. Oofed. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that I, the jokes that I kind of rely on, were not landing. Like at one stage, it was so bad, and the room was so quiet. I just went, "The energy in here is electric." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that was like that. And even that got nothing. I was like, "Well, that's just for me then." There is <laughs> something funny about if it's like a mate who you know is quality mm. and they're just not getting the audience there's something funny about that like oh yeah because uh, you know it's not them like, yeah it's yeah. just the audience there was Pete had the follow magician in life and the fellow <laughs> was doing crowd work with the audience like yeah, having them up volunteers on the stage and then Pete went up after and he just seen his face he was raging and as soon as he came off stage he went get in the car we're going <laughs> <laughs> my, my first gig back was in 2019 and it was uh, best of three but it was in the I swear it is now, actually, it was in the black box. And I went on last and had to follow Brona Diamond doing a rap. A rap? Oh, I've seen she, yeah. Yes, she was doing like, absolutely brilliant. But I had to follow that <laughs> for my first gig back. <laughs> and it was, I don't know if Best of Three is still run like this, but where they put the names out of it. No, no, no. Straight run, no, no. Right, well, not yeah. back then, they used to just, used to just be a random name. So they just put it yeah. in the of a hat or whatever. So you never knew when you were on. And like, this is me six or seven years after and I don't know oh that's how big the gap was yeah so oh. I was like I literally and I was last I had to go on last after after rap and thankfully I don't know I had an okay gig like but that's not an easy one to follow it's one of those things where it's like do you want to follow someone doing really well but you also don't want to follow someone who's just died in their arse yeah you need to sort of think, uh, aye because in the room yeah well. you can yeah. bring that up sure yeah. they recognise that they need to do a bit of crowd well, work that's here. It. you want to follow someone who's done well yeah, but then sometimes yeah, and sometimes you follow someone who's done great. That's great. There's great energy in the room. That that'll help. Yeah, the Which, hat thing's awful. I hate it. Yeah, I did it last month for Darren did a gong show, mm. and I was I I assumed for some reason I was like oh I'm going to be one of the last people pulled out. So I was just relaxed. Yeah. Who got gonged uh, off with that? Me. Sorry, bad at that. Sorry, that's like I was taking it. It was like, just me and one other person here. I won't mention out of sixteen people. That's how bad it went. Could, it was you, awful. Mouth their name to me here. Sorry? Mouth their name to me here. What's their initials? I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after. Um, oh, it was, it was so bad. Because I, I was relaxed. I was like, this will be fine. And then second name out. And it just, yeah. The audience did not like my stuff. I have a bit I sometimes do where I pick on someone at the end. Um, and the guy who I picked on was just like, like he got raging. He was just like, all oh, right, well, that's not funny at all. And said that really Seriously? loudly. Yeah, he said okay. that really loudly. And was like, all his mates didn't find it funny. So the whole table were like, what the fuck is this guy There's doing? no it worse awful. than fair play for giving it a go. That's, I got that too. <laughs> uh, I, had, yes. I had an awful one. And you did, uh, you did the new Norris gig, didn't you, recently? Uh, yeah, I've done it when it was in the pizza shop. I haven't done it. I'm doing it next month. So it's good. Yeah, well, so I, had a, I, I headlined one a couple of months back. And it was great. I had a great night. But halfway through my set... And I was, everyone was, everyone seemed to be enjoying it, except one person. Ew, fuck. So there was this table of like about 
10 I think it was a girl's birthday and they were so up for the crack like really good and then I did this joke I don't remember what it was it might have been a Joseph Fritzl joke I'm not sure <laughs> but then some girl just went and I could hear her. she was literally at the table to the right of me like and uh, she goes if you're laughing then you're stupid she said I swear Jesus. to God said, if you're laughing then you're stupid and I turned to her and I went I'm sorry did you just say that I think there's a room full of people laughing yeah like you're in the minority um, here that's insane yeah, and all her friends just turned on her like that because I literally just went this is a comedy gig what did you expect it's like it's not karaoke there was a <laughs> fucking hell wow. there was yeah. a boy in that life gig again that Pete <laughs> came on and like he was just like doing like like dick jokes and pretending like oh he was like I'm gay for the crack he said yeah. like like he was I'm gay for that's and he was like yeah it's a straight fella doing all this stuff and like like doing showing on stage him sucking a dick and all and he was like 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 once you get into it guys uh, being straight isn't cool anymore it's all like and just quite homophobic stuff and some woman was like fuck in shit shouted that <laughs> and I just sat at the back like ah. <laughs> yeah no. she was a woman in her 60s as well and I had to go on after the fella I was like oh this is awful like. like you do get you do get some good haggles I had one a while ago it wasn't that same gig actually in Derry, which wasn't, which was actually well, it was quite good. I just felt weird because I was opening, and they had never been to that show before. Yeah, and I could feel, I could feel the energy. <laughs> but I did this, I did this bit where I chat with someone and be like, "So what do you do for a living?" Whatever the usual thing, and then it leads into another joke. But this guy was like, um, being really sort of secretive about it. I said, "Oh yeah, like it's just like sort of civil service." So when you civil service, they obviously go to is like, um, "Oh, you're in the place." Yeah, and. Uh, I did that joke, got a laugh, and then he just went, I am not the only Protestant in the room, am I? shit. He knows what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Lisburn gig that we did together, uh, William Thompson brought up like something about uh, the Orange Order. I heard about this. And all he did was mention it. He didn't make, make a joke. He barely said anything, and the whole crowd turned on him. Like straight away, like they were like booing, and then like straight away, he was like, "It's just a really quick joke," and he cut it really short, and it just moved on. But like, he just, all he did was mention it, and it was, it was, it wasn't, it was like, it was, it was like nothing. It was like the smallest thing, but the whole crowd were like, "Did they go? Did they go back from after?" Like, or yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scary, but like, literally, like yeah. half of them were like, Boo. "It was straight away," and it was, it was just, it was just the, I'm not gonna roll it. It was like the fat people one. Yeah, but yeah. like, and that was it. Because I done it in Korean, I said something about the after twelve, but like. I thought they would take it as a joke and then the, because the set was going well up until that and then the last five minutes of the set was me trying to pull it back mm. finally, I always have this weird thing like I hate if the headliner sees me have a bad one mm. and it was Dave headlining and he arrived as soon as the break happened and I had just come off and I was like fuck he didn't see me <laughs> <laughs> didn't see me like die I killed her yeah. uh, <laughs> he was like, oh, I was good I was good I was good yeah. grand, yeah. <laughs> love the 12th bit yeah, yeah, yeah they, 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 really, they really went for all the anti-Protestant yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah stick to that you grand yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about the comedian's boxing? You against Shane Taws? How did you find that? I haven't spoken to you since it happened. Yeah, no, it was, it was easy. Like, what's the, what's the tooth <laughs> thing? What, is it your real tooth came no, out or it's something? Like, it's got like a tooth bridge, so it's like a fake. I had like a baby tooth which had to be pulled out, and then so it's like a, a fake tooth that's like sort of glued in. And so it got, that came out. It got it came out. Yeah, yeah. It was in the middle of a round, or yeah, it was during a round. I could feel it. It went into my gum shield. Fuck. So it. like at the end of the round, I had to be like keep that because it cost like. Three, three or four hundred quid or something like so. Fucking hell! I was like, because I obviously if I'd have to get another mold done, and I was like, I'm not paying another three hundred quid for this. <laughs> and you Thanks just for uh, charity. Yeah, 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 I'm, not getting, I'm so, not getting paid for this. <laughs> so wait, what round did it happen in? Uh, second. I so think, between the second and the third, first did you second, put it back maybe? in, or did you no, wait no, until? I just kept it out. It was it landed on. There's a photo. I think there's a photo of it. It's it landed on the edge of the ring, 
Okay. And it was there for the for the rest of the fight, and then you yeah, put it yeah, in the after. Yeah, the trainer, he took it. I said to him, I said to just like, keep that, like, yeah. put it somewhere, and then I got it out, and then I had it afterwards. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonder if that hadn't happened, if it would have, what if that affected the fight? No, yeah. he still would have been. Like, <laughs> I, was not, I was not, I was not prepared. Like I was, I did about four weeks training, and the week before the fight, not the not the run up to the fight, but three sessions in the run up to the fight that week. But the week before, I didn't train at all. Why? Because I was offered four gigs. <laughs> yeah. uh, four and four paid gigs. So I was yeah. like, I'm not. At this stage, we've, we just booked the wedding. So I was like, I'm not turning down uh, Okay, money. Gigs, like, okay. So it was literally like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was gigging every night. And then working, getting up the next day yeah, and working. working and so yeah, it was yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. 40 hours a week. So I was like, right, I'm just scrapping the train. Scrapping the train this week. Also, go. after work, you don't want to be have someone going, do you want to come and get a hit in the head for a couple hours? Like, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For, yeah, for the, well, even those four weeks, it was Monday, Wednesday. I was training Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I was getting, finishing work at half five, being home for about six or just after, and then out the door again for like seven, which went on to sometimes by nine o'clock. So yeah, really? Like three nights a week and gigging as well. Like, I'll never forget, so the, it was the EO gig the Paddy Ralph one and Pete was on it mm. Pete emceed it and afterwards we were painting away and all and I was like you're not doing the comedian's boxing in two days <laughs> he like, oh. yeah. Yeah, did alright yeah, I, he did, he did nights, I remember a barman actually said to me should you not have a head in the grave he said should you not be training I was like just give me the whiskey yeah, <laughs> yeah this is training yeah. how, how would it compare to like a comedy gig was it like scarier or it was like, the, when just before like just before we went out the weird thing is, which probably doesn't happen to normal boxing, but like me and Shane were just backstage chatting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't like, what? I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, actually said, I actually said that to him backstage, like before we went, before I went, before I was just announced out. I actually said to him, I was like, we're not hitting faces, are we? Like, <laughs> just teeth. Yeah, like, but yeah, no, it felt like it did feel like uh, it was the same sort of thing. Like a gig, it felt like you were going out to a gig. But then there's no pressure to remember stuff. Or maybe there you is. Remember, remember how you punch yeah, and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Like to try and remember how not to get hit, which I obviously forgot. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple of shots, and I was happy with that. Like. It's one of those ones as well where I was watching, and then like I just seen like when Darren Matthews performed a judo move on Sean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, just, yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. And then my mum texted me going, get Sean out of there. Just jump it on the rig. <laughs> <laughs> my mum texted me going, get Sean out of there, and then tell Pete, well done. <laughs> oh, what you do? She was like, some of this commentary is horrendous. And I went, it's comedians commenting on boxing. Uh, exactly, it's not going to be. <laughs> yeah, Pete, Pete has it saved. The Pete has the whole thing saved of uh, Darren throwing Sean down and Dave Elliott in the background going, she doesn't want it, Sean doesn't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Would you do it again? Uh, Yeah, but with more training. And I'd probably book some time off. (laughs) Okay, yeah, Yeah, okay. I'd probably book some time off to do it because it's working full-time job and trying to do that and trying to gig. Gigging's basically a part-time job, like, so you're trying to do that three nights a week. I think I would have I would have dropped gigging and went all for the boxing personally, but then yeah. I didn't have a wedding and honeymoon nerve yeah, exactly. to pay for. So, so. Like the, the gigs helped pay for the wedding. So yeah, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. What was it like as an audience member? Was it cool? Was it? I I didn't get tickets. So I had like a severe hangover that day, and then I went down and was like, I'll just start drinking the pints, and it was class to watch. But then and Pogo Gleeks after, I was like, I'm fucking blitzed here. I need to go yeah. before I make a of myself. Like I, I drank like, my first pint was like went down in water. Yeah. Just didn't yeah. When you play sports and then drink, you get yeah, it hits you because there's just soul sweat. Yeah, it's insane. Like it was absolutely insane. Like I'm, I don't know how much I drank that night. It was crazy. Like crazy 
like it just didn't. It was the atmosphere after, but in Pogs and all was classic, just a oh, real sort yeah. of well done, yeah, like great cause and stuff. So, also, how did half the people in there should not have been there? Yeah, there was yeah. someone just ran. There was a we were sitting there one stage, and Victoria says to me, he was like, Is that guy not just one of the audience members who asked you for a photo about an hour ago? I was like, Yeah, oh, for the for the after party, you mean? Yeah, so everyone just like there was that place was heaving, they were rejecting people, yeah, they were rejecting so, people who were involved. Oh, really? Yeah, like, Gaddis nearly didn't get anything at the start. <laughs> my uh, my mate Michael, when it uh, showed up and was like, I was like, What are you doing here? And he's like, Oh, I played Yelp with Darren, and I was like, not to be like oh you're not allowed in but I was kind of like was, I was only supposed to be yeah, I was only supposed to be the comedians and then like yeah. family and friends revived I think really. but That's, I had the best ever like I've, like I've, if I get noticed in town or something says oh you do the, you do the stand up and all I had a weird one in the national where the boy was like Karen Frego and I was like he was like what are you doing here and I went I'm looking for my mates he's like sure you have no mates and I went okay <laughs> excellent <laughs> and you didn't know this guy yeah uh, <laughs> but the best like in the comedians boxing uh, Sean McLevy sold me his girlfriend's ticket. So that's how I got to go, and uh, I was just sat, uh, and some this couple came over and were like, "Are you sitting with us? Like, are you not in there at all?" And I was like, "I, I bought my mate's girlfriend's ticket. I'm not VIP. This isn't VIP. I should not be here." Yeah. Sure, Victoria was getting fucking heckled because they realised the length between us that she was my partner. Like, and there's guys shouting at her, going like, "Oh, he's he's boss. How did he not get you a ticket? How did he not get?" It's like so I'm sitting here. I'm actually sitting here. It's because the only tickets that were left over because it's so like that. We're just random ones, so it's probably you know like rows where people bought two, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then you have random seats, so they just literally put them wherever they could. Yeah. You're probably the same, or you like just. I was yeah, sitting with a couple who kept going, "Well, Franco." And yeah. I was like, All right, how's it going? Like he uh, doesn't make steps. Oh my! Oh, so they, were, like, shouting, they were like shouting at her. She was losing her shit. Like they were like, probably hackling her, being like, oh, "Why didn't he get you a ticket?" And I was like, "He did." Here. <laughs> You're yeah, right I'm here. Right here. Right here. Yeah. I'm literally sitting here. <laughs> I hassled everyone for a second. I couldn't get one. I couldn't get one because I was at the press conference. I thought like. Well, that would be really cool to go to, and then it sold out. I didn't expect it to sell out. I remember, yeah, not that quickly, anyway. Five minutes. Though. Yeah. Sean was like, "I got you a ticket, sorted, and all." And I'm, Happy days, lovely. And then uh, I got the ticket, and then sh- later on that day, I was just at the comedians' box, and Sean just sent me a PayPal request for like forty quid. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was like, "Was this not free?" Did he get it for free? You probably can't say that. To be fair, but right, okay. Like Victoria had to pay for her ticket, and all like, wasn't really. Yeah, she had to phone the number and pay for the ticket. But you got a guaranteed. Plus one though, but you had to pay for it. Yeah. Okay. But it's worth it for charity, I guess. Yeah. Yes, but even that was in question. Like. You mean the charity? Well, yeah, we know about whether or not they'd even get tickets. <laughs> All right. Well, you meant whether the money went to charity. That's what well, I you meant. Anyway, like, <laughs> I, know, I didn't see any of it anyone else for sure. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they do something like that again. I think it will eventually, but I don't think it'll be a yearly thing like they sort of talked about. If you did it every year, I think it would lose its appeal. That's yeah. true. Or do something different. I wonder yeah. if there's something different you could do. Plus, that's like two months, nearly two months. The sort of novelty year. of it would yeah. kind of wear off as well. Yeah. So, but you couldn't have, like, peop- most people here are gigging all the time. Like, so if you've taken six weeks out of the year for that, is a, that's a lot it's of a lot, money. Yeah. That's a lot of money to take off people. That's true. Because there's people that would have been turning down gigs to train. Not me, obviously. I no. uh, not you. <laughs> Maybe that's why there was four gigs available. Yeah, probably. Yeah, literally, probably. <laughs> my, my January was quite busy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so big solo show coming up. Uh, yes. Where is it again? Limelight, 18th of November. Is that the same place as the BBC? Is yes, that the same? Or the, yeah, yeah, the same too, yeah, yeah. yeah. So tickets, tickets are on sale on, just go on to my page, Johnny Bow Comedy. It's all, it's all on there, but it's called Unsuitable. Are you supporting? No, no. Oh, okay. But I'll be there to support. Yes, I'll be there. I'll be there too. I'll be there too. Uh, two of my, two of my friends. Um, Kieran's not my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, we actually. I'm not your friend either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually thought Sean McLevy was coming, but I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, two of my friends, 
were from the Pondertaker show. They were the my two druids, the walking. Oh yes, me. yes. Um, and they've just started stand up like recently. And I said to them at the show that if they stuck at stand up, I would let them do support at the show. So, how many gigs have they done? Uh, half a dozen, maybe. Okay. So by the time they, by the time the show, the show's like four months away. So I told them as long as they just keep gigging, sort of thing. Like if they get enough under their belt, and they have a decent five ten minutes, then they can open for me. What are their names? Uh, Owen Heading and Robert Vaughn. Okay. So they're very, yeah, they're very new in the stand-up. They're actually big on the improv scene. So if you follow the sort of comedy improv scene, they're they're two of the probably two of the best ones involved in that scene. I mean, I'm meaning to try it. Have you ever tried it? Either of you? Yeah, I did improv. For I did, yeah, I did improv. Yeah, did it for about a year or so. Yeah, for maybe a year and a half. Two years. I tried. I did it to help me with my stand-up. I done it because oh, there yeah. was no gigs on in lockdown. Just opened up and said, "You'll it'll help be funny." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my mom was like, t- um, "To be fair, the best thing about it was I met Ronan Linsky." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Networking. Me, he gave me a killer audience, and then it sort of mm. snowballed from there. Okay, cool. I've been doing acting classes, which is improv, which is so scary. Mm. I thought it would be like beginner acting classes. There, I remember being fighting a date, and a girl I was seeing, and just come see me do improv. And uh, we've never seen each other after that, so <laughs> <laughs> I blame Bad it improv. We've always seen me do improv before we even met. Serious? Because it was live streamed. It was around the time where they couldn't have an audience, but uh-huh. we could be there. And Victoria watched me do improv before, literally about a week before we met. That's hilarious. Yeah, like which is a risky move. How did you meet her? Tinder? Pretend to be a cat on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to meet this guy yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, we met on Tinder in like Halloween night in 2020. 2020? 2020. Okay, nice. Good stuff. Lockdown relationship. Yeah, we moved things very quickly. We moved in together after about six weeks. Incredible. Because okay. everything was getting locked down, so we're like, we can not see each other, or we can move in together. Love lockdown, can you? <laughs> Love <laughs> lockdown, yeah. can you? West. Going pretty well. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it worked out well. Didn't yeah. It? yeah, like so, I think we're married before our three-year anniversary. Like, <laughs> no, I, I did these improv acting classes, and I turned up and I thought it was like beginner classes to acting, and there was a big line of people all doing improv, and they had to like act something really sad had happened, and the first person went, and she was like a world-class actress. Like, they're all like promoting themselves to this big agent and she was like world class and I was literally like in the scene I was like crying from her acting of mm. like being upset second person was just as good third person was just as good and I, it was my go straight after that like five minutes into acting classes and I had mm. to pretend to be upset yeah, more terrified thing. than any comedy gig I've ever done like it's so scary yeah, fun things my go too if I see my is to just be funny. ridiculous and funny like yeah so yeah. have to be serious would be I forget my drama teacher texted me uh, after I started doing stand up going like Oh, I knew you were destined for the stage well done Karen but she's actually not blocked and she's quite good looking I replied when I get a drink sometime <laughs> no, <laughs> your, no your teacher <laughs> my old school teacher really and I was like fuck me the day after uh, like, wait from like secondary school I uh, from like when I was 14 and she texted me she had me on Facebook and was like well done great to see you on the stage how was the show she must be nearly 14 now like, oh, how were the drinks a, a young teacher <laughs> at the time like, that's still pretty young she, yeah I remember she brought in a uh, she, a woman who used to be in a sketch group like Dave Elliott and Aaron Butler she brought that was her mate she brought her in to yeah, like okay. uh, speak to us and all and uh, but then for some reason I texted her on with this team and like it was like 23 at the time 25 now but like <laughs> when I was when I was in pri- I want to say primary school yeah primary school no well there was secondary school as well there was uh, two teachers that were dating that were maybe married and the girl teacher started going out with one of the students who was 15 or 16 I was just the put it on marriage. X Amsterdam you could watch it what is it 
No. That was Christian Brothers. Wait, the, X Hamster? Uh, I don't even know that one. There was a school in West Belfast and the class assistant was bucking one of the students. What? And uh, he recorded it and put it on X Hamster. But I will never forget my 16th birthday. We had a load of pizza works and we were just watching it on the TV. And my mom, I was like shit myself, feeling like my mom is going to come in. But we're like, because we were, he was the same age as us. And we were like, this wee lad's a hero. What we were, was she, like 20? She, she was 20. Yeah, she was like class assistant in a year, gap year from uni. But there were boys like in my friend group at the time, like saluting and all. And being like, like this man's a hero. But that's the other way around. You're like, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone else were legends. Whereas now you're like, lad, lad. To be fair though, 17, 20 is not massive. But I'm still, sure that it's still dodgy. Still dodgy. It's because yeah. he's still, he was still in school. Yeah, it's because she was his class assistant. Like yeah, it's, like, it's, a, it's an authority thing. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, all the, guys are, all the guys are going, nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, nice, yeah, that's. Was he 17? No, he's 16, so that's even worse. Like, Yeah. yeah. She, to be fair, the video lasted, I remember. Ex a good, hamster? A good half an hour. Like, half an hour? Like, yeah. Jesus. He knows what he's at. Like, I wasn't his first rodeo. Uh, <laughs> it's not a move, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, this guy's got fucking... Like, you know, he kept his head above water in stand-up terms. All right, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a link in the podcast. Well, I, I wonder, could you find it? Like, the, I've never the, heard of X Hamster. I, I don't know if you've heard still, of it. Like, <laughs> still, I can still remember the name of the porno. It was called Classroom, uh, Student Boxes Classroom Assistant. Yeehaw. And then an XD, like, smiley face. and Or a winky smiley face. All I remember about, like, porn in school is, like, Whenever um, Talisa was the X Factor person, and a video came out of her giving someone a blowjob, yeah, and all the kids were like 12, 13, and they were like, nah, she's kind of shit. She's not really good at it. And it's like, yeah. you're 12. Yeah, like, you, what the fuck are you, you talking know, about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. It's not the way my uncle does it. <laughs> <laughs> she, she still stayed in the X Factor. She didn't blow it quickly. Yeah. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talisa's blown it. Uh, she, that, yeah, that video, that uh, porn one was fucking mental. And I remember speaking to boys from Christian Brothers, and they were. Not disgusted, they were like, why wasn't it me? <laughs> oh, they were like, why wasn't it me? She fucked. <laughs> is there any, is there any uh, Belfast porn stuff? Like, there's one that's got, like, there's one video that's people walking along where that nightclub used to be. There's that one. That's the only one I can think of. I haven't described that very well. No idea. Described no, that terribly. I can't imagine it's that good if it's here, if they're from here. Or like. Yeah, I don't think there's much budget quality. Comedian's porn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the next one. Yeah, <laughs> <That'll be. laughs> Train for six weeks in January. <laughs> No spunking, you need a load for the night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, good luck with your show, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you. And well done on your show. Cheers. Thank you very much, mate. Well done. Uh, thanks for coming on, guys. No worries. Pleasure, no. Pleasure mate. Thank thanks you very much. Thanks for having us. Buy tickets. Thank you. Yes, Thank buy you. tickets to Johnny's <laughs> show. How much are they? Money. You don't know. That's fine. <laughs> Some of mine does money. <laughs> I'm not buying any. <laughs> awesome. Cheers, guys. No thanks. worries. Thank you very much. Thanks. So we'll start. We'll start with you, Johnny, since um, since we're here to promote your show. So do you want? I've got three questions. Oh no, I've got six questions. Six questions. Three silly ones and three real ones. Okay. Do you want a silly one or a real one? Give me a real one. Okay. Best advice you've ever been given. Um, That's Nathan Crovers. Yeah, I know Nathan. It's funny. Um, the best advice in terms of take one time. In terms of stand-up, anyway, I'm assuming. Don't say. Um, I think the best advice is probably get comfortable being bad at it. Okay. When it comes to stand-up, yeah, anyway, good. I think that's probably my thing is to get. And when I say, and when I say get comfortable being bad at it, I just mean if you have a bad gig, this goes against everything I said earlier. But have <laughs> three bad gigs and roll quit. But 
I think if you can be comfortable being bad at it, then you sort of it doesn't show. Like I've had gigs where I've been like I've had a bad gig and then I've reacted to it. Mm. Like I've forgotten a bit and then panicked on stage. I experienced that as well. Like you sort yeah. of panic on stage. I felt my ego once and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Like and I used to, I used my hand used to shake. Like my hand used to shake like that on stage. Yeah. And like or no, I was on the left hand. It was actually uh, Woodsy. Roy Wood said to me to do that. So literally tuck your elbow in, and that's yeah. that's why my that's my that's my stance most of the time now, because at the start my hand used to shake so much. Oh, okay. So it's like fine just to get all those wee kinks out. But I think if you can be comfortable being bad at it, then you're doing all right because you will be bad at it. That is good. Actually, to be fair, I'll probably give these to both of you. Do you have any answers to that one? It's okay if you don't Uh, like. Probably just trying to write every day is probably the best thing. Or trying to write as much as possible. Uh, Especially with scripted stuff, try and cut as much of it out as possible so it gets straight to the point of the joke. Yeah, trim the fat. Yeah, that's something that I need to, I, I think, helps. And then also just be as sound as possible to people because I mean it's community yeah, yeah, on the, on the, yeah. And the main, main thing as well is enjoy the process and yeah. don't treat it like a rat race treat it as like a marathon and some people it. are like that yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and just sort of like enjoy the process <laughs> well that is it enjoy yeah. the process of going yeah. through it with people and the, the mates you make along the way and stuff fair yeah. play fair play yeah if you're going to be a dick you're not going to last very long the friends we made along the way yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. you get invited to their wedding three best yeah. friends <laughs> 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 alright do you want a real or a silly one give me a silly one alright this is what this one's ridiculous but it's the first one I've got written down so uh, this is George Robinson of course so <laughs> can you name five different flowers in under a minute I can skip it if you want uh, that's <laughs> daffodil rose lavender that's not a flower uh, daffodil rose Pe- uh, fucking hell tulips uh, poison ivy fucking no I can't right you got four do you want to have a go or not? Uh, <laughs> George Robinson is a flower and yeah. that's beautiful okay we'll go with that uh, <laughs> right we'll give you <laughs> we'll give you a silly one Johnny favourite babe station performer favourite babe station performer probably my auntie Kelly <laughs> yeah yeah she's, yeah she's fantastic like yeah cool mine's got it great on the phone great tits everything yeah. awesome awesome mine's Danny I like Danny back in the day Who's Danny? Danny was back on the bomb Danny wanking his cock. Or <laughs> <laughs> what, right, Will? Keep sending me money. <laughs> Do you want to answer that one, though? Yeah. <laughs> I have an ex-hamster man myself. I like watching yeah, that yeah, class. Yeah, ex-hamster, yeah, I've never heard of that one, See, to I be fair. I never got to know their names at Babe Station because the sound was always on mute. <laughs> I come from a generation where you could literally go and you have porn on your phone now. What age are you? Me? Yeah. 25. Okay. I'm th- Jesus, 35? 35 just turned 35 I'm right in the middle I'm 30 there we go yeah, nice uh, okay oh, what we'll go for um, best ever gift received gift yeah that's George as well probably life and stuff life. yeah life. good one yeah cool <laughs> that or like a crate of beer or something yeah. <laughs> pint yeah yeah a bougie voucher or something someone like that someone bought me a pint once that was nice yeah. okay uh, nice caring about Narco yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what else have we got we got um where are the bodies hidden? These are silly questions. Is this George and Nathan Crullers? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where are the bodies hidden? I prefer to dissolve them in acid. Nice. To really get rid of it. Okay. Uh, just in plain sight. Plain sight. Yeah. Cool, we'll leave just, it there then. Just, <laughs> just them too. whenever I seen them on stage last. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, that'll do. Awesome. Okay, cheers guys. No.